Welcome back to another episode of the With Jesus, Like Jesus Daily Podcast. I am Pastor Mark, and it's good to be with you again today, as it always is, when we discuss being with Jesus and like Jesus. And what does it look like for your life, for my life, and in community together? Uh, We've been working through the Apostles' Creed, and the Apostles' Creed is sort of foundational. I shouldn't even say sort of. It's foundational to what we believe Uh we say the Apostles' Creed because long ago they put it together and said these are basically the, the, the essentials, the dogmas, the, the main things that as Christians we all believe. So we've been working through that. We've talked about all the way up to now where we're at is the statement from there, he will come to judge the living and the dead. Let's put this in context though real quick. Let's read through it. You'll know where we're at. I believe in God the Father Almighty, creator of heaven and earth. And in, this, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Spirit and born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, died, and was buried. He descended into death. On the third day, he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and is seated at the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From there, he will come to judge the living and the dead. I believe in the Holy Spirit, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and life everlasting. Amen. And so when we get to the statement, from there he will come to judge the living and the dead. Remember, from there, that's talking about where? Is he seated at the right hand of God, the Father Almighty? This is, this is showing his authority. Um, this is showing his divinity. Um, his seated place that he's also now the judge and sitting at the right hand of this father almighty he's also not just the judge but he's the intercessor and this is going to be important because we have struggle with judgment we struggle with thinking about somebody getting judged mostly because we think about ourselves we're very selfish people so we like to think about ourselves and so when we think about judgment we think about ourselves and we're kind of nervous if if you're honest to stand before a perfect god and for him to declare what the parameters of righteousness are and for him to say you've made it or you haven't made it like that's what makes us a little nervous and so we don't really like the concept of judgment and so we sort of breeze through this statement on the apostles creed but judgment is good it's right. It's holy. Justice is good because we we want justice when it applies to other people. We want justice when it deals with the, the pedophiles and the rapists and the murderers and the swindlers. We want justice for them. We want them to be judged. And really in the scope of literature of the Bible, we often see judgment in that regard of these kings and these oppressors that are being thrown down based because the God has judged them. Um, But there is also, it says, the living and the dead. In other words, everyone from times past to times present. That all of us are going to be standing before God and being judged. And this is a good thing, though, in the sense that these people that have done such heinous things to other people with no regard, with no apology, no remorse, no repentance, and they've just abused other people and mistreated other people and oppressed other people, these people have their day. 
They may think that they got away with it. They may think that they've been able to run through life and no one's caught them or no one could stop them, but they are going to meet their maker, as the phrase says. They're going to stand before their God and God's going to hold them accountable. Now for us, for you and I, if you belong to Jesus and you're with Jesus and like Jesus, that your judge becomes your intercessor. In other words, he's sitting at the right hand of the throne of the Father and he's saying, that one's with me. So no matter what you've done, no matter where you've been, no matter uh, what sort of problems you've caused in your own life and in your own world, if you've given your life to Jesus, there's no turning back. There's no turning back, as the song says. And when you've given your life to Jesus, there's this idea now that Jesus is going to be your righteousness for you, that God is going to turn and look at Jesus, the intercessor and the judge, and Jesus is going to say, no, he's good because he's in my family. I've paid his price. I've stood in his place. He has allowed me into his life. And he hasn't been perfect, but he has. I have perfection for him. And thus, this is a beautiful thing. So we don't have to be worried about this phrase. We don't have to be sweating this phrase unless we're outside of the family of God, unless we've decided we don't want his inheritance. We decided we want to be the prodigal son or daughter and run far from God. Then sure, it's going to make us a little nervous because we haven't achieved perfection on our own. But through Jesus, we have. And so when he comes to judge the living and the dead, guess what? If you're with Jesus, you're good. And that's good. Let's talk a little more tomorrow. <laughs>